Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode we're looking at the Calvine photograph. That's correct, the Calvine photograph. This photograph is a photograph of a UFO, large saucer shaped craft, uh, kind of a triangular shaped bottom with a triangular shaped top just sitting there in the sky with the military aircraft behind it and it was taken back in 1990 over Scotland. Now the article we're looking at to begin with is from the Economic Times. Uh, it says missing UFO image revealed after being kept under wraps for 30 years. It goes on it says UFO photographs are often unclear and fuzzy leaving experts and enthusiasts constantly disappointed. Photos or videos that do make it to the internet are often too grainy or too dark for anyone to make out what they show and for this very reason claims about UFO sightings can't be fully authenticated. Recently however the world's clearest UFO photo ever has been revealed to the world. It was taken approximately 30 years ago by two hikers in the Scottish Highlands. The photograph was titled Calvine Photograph and the negatives were handed over to Scotland's Daily Record newspaper. You gotta wonder why anybody would ever hand over negatives um, to a picture like this to a newspaper. I mean, it was pretty predictable what would happen from then. It says they in turn sent it to the Ministry of Defense and now nobody knows where they are. Maybe they could ask Nick Pope about that. According to reports, the photograph was captured on the 4th of August 1990 around 35 miles northwest of Perth, close to Calvine. The hikers who spotted the flying object have remained unknown to this day. That's correct. We never have found out who actually took those pictures. The image shows a huge diamond-shaped object hovering in the sky with a smaller plane flying behind it. According to eyewitness accounts, the UFO hovered in the air for a duration of 10 minutes before shooting upwards and disappearing. It was estimated to be around 100 feet in length. Academic journalist Dr. David Clark has now uncovered the photo after decades of research, finding a copy in the position of former RAF press officer Greg Lindsay. You can see how these guys are working hand in hand. You got the military hiding the stuff, you got the press working along with them. Dr. Clark has assured the public that the image will be included in Sheffield Hallam University's archives, another place will be hidden away for years and the public will have no access to it. So let's go on and look at this next article. It's a little bit more detailed. And they begin by saying, this article comes to us from uh, thenews.com.au. It says, secret behind best ever UFO sighting revealed. And it's written by Henry Holloway and The Sun, dated March 26, 2023. An ex-defense intelligence officer has revealed the secret behind the massive diamond-shaped vehicle in the world's best UFO photo. 
is a former defense intelligence officer has revealed the secret behind the world's best UFO photo, claiming the massive diamond-shaped vehicle captured in the image was a top-secret U.S. aircraft. So here we go. This is a parallel narrative. They only started it about 31, 30 years after the fact, but isn't this awesome? The incredible image known as the Calvine photograph shows a huge angular shape hovering over the landscape with a Harrier fighter jet visible in the distance. It was taken near its namesake, Calvine, a tiny town in central Scotland. The picture was for decades considered a modern myth until it was finally rediscovered and released to the public in August 2022. It's almost as if they kept this picture hidden for 30 years. Uh, that way, uh, once drone technology had advanced enough, people might be just bamboozled into thinking, oh, well, it must be a drone. Well, let's look back at 1992. Did we have drones like that could do that sort of stuff? No, we didn't. We don't even today, actually. It says, a photo which appeared exactly as had been described by those who had seen it was found in the hands of a former RAF press officer by a team led by academic journalist David Clark. But while the photo was often held as the best ever UFO photo was found, the mystery still remains. What exactly was the object in the picture and who took it? Now Dr. Clark has told the sun what his years-long investigation into the UFO has uncovered. Dr. Clark revealed to the sun that his team has its strongest lead on the photograph to date. They believe the object may have been a piece of top-secret and experimental U.S. technology. Oh boy, if it's not the Russians or the Chinese, it's us. Now think about it. Think about the people controlling things in the United States, okay? Just think about that level of uh, power-mad power insanity that goes on there in every other country in the world. And do you think if they had this kind of technology that we'd be all uh, living in any, in any kind of a country that resembled a free country whatsoever? I don't. This is based on the testimony of a former UK defense intelligence officer who, who revealed unprompted that he was tasked with investigating the incident at Calvine. Yeah, I've got this top secret thing I'm working on, but I think I'm just going to tell you what I'm doing here. The defense official, whose credentials were verified by Dr. Clark and his team, explained the UFO was believed to have been a, quote, target designation companion, unquote, for F-117 Nighthawk stealth bombers. The so-called Calvine vehicle was understood to have been unmanned, very large, equipped with a high-tech ground mapping laser. Yeah, I wonder if I had any four-foot-tall gray individuals on board. You know... You can see what's happening here in this in this passage. Appeal to authority. They want you, well, hey, we've got this really smart doctor talking about it, and he has these unnamed uh, spooks in the government, and they're confirming it, and it must be uh, Big Brother doing this because it's a lot easier to believe that this is Big Brother than a big alien from a couple million miles away, a couple billion miles away. The so-called Calvine vehicle was understood to have been unmanned, very large, and equipped with a high-tech ground mapping laser. Laser. It was estimated to be between 100 feet and 130 feet, according to a photo analysis by Sheffield Holman University. However, it's not immediately clear the exact nature of the vehicle. The official who declined who declined to be named said it was a one in a million chance that the craft was caught on camera and even flew to Scotland and interviewed the two men who took the original photograph back in August of 1990. Well, why don't these guys just come out and tell us what happened? What are they afraid of? You know, why does it have to be a big secret? And secondly, one in a million chance? I mean, I realized it was 1990, but people did have cameras back then. 
He added there was a hell of a stink in Washington over the snaps when they were passed up the chain of command and the Americans went ballistic. The Calvine vehicle is understood to have been deployed from the U.S. Mil- from the U.S. facility at RAF Macarenish. Yeah, this sounds a lot like a parallel narrative to me. You know, so this giant space vehicle that was there in 1990, we haven't seen another. We haven't seen another picture of it since the whole, since this whole thing happened. It was spotted and photographed just two days after Saddam Hussein's forces invaded Kuwait, sparking the first Gulf War. Well, why didn't they just use this thing in the Gulf War then? RAF Makarish is a is a highly isolated base at the tip of Kentry Peninsula. It has a 10,000 foot runway and was an emergency landing site for the space shuttle. In the 1960s, the base was titled Naval Aviation Weapons Facility Makarhanish and designed to store classified weapons. U.S. forces moved out of the base in 1995. It says. Numerous reports from the period have RAF Macarenish at the center of various odd occurrences such as high-speed radar blips and unusual ear-splitting jet noises heard in the area. Dr. Clark revealed it was his intelligence officials' testimony that reignited his interest in the case and triggered his investigation that led to the rediscovery of the photo. I was not expecting the officer to mention it and I had, no, and I had not intended to ask him about it, Dr. Clark told the son. Well, didn't that make you question the story? I mean, I would. If I'm talking to a former uh, defense person or a former intelligence person and they volunteer information, the first thing I think of is they're trying to plant information. The photographs and sightings weren't on my list of questions. I had arranged to speak to him about the time he spent investigating UFOs for British military and intelligence, and I simply asked, was there any particular incident or sighting that stuck in your mind as being inexplicable or out of the ordinary? And he just said yes. Dr. Clark went on. He said it was a one in a million chance. When he dropped this out, I was stunned. It was obvious he was talking about the Calvine images. The officer also alleged the Calvine vehicle was likely linked to the so-called Belgium UFO wave from November 1989 to April 1990. Okay, this is called killing two birds with one stone. There's no doubt in my mind that this is a planted story, that this is a parallel narrative, and these guys are so dumb it takes them 30 years to come up with the story. Look what happened with the uh, Roswell uh, nonsense. You know, you got the report of the crashed uh, craft, multiple craft, I think, uh, dead bodies. And then, what, 1992, they come along and say, oh, it was, well, immediately they come out and say it was a weather balloon. And then, what, 1992, they come out and say, well, it's this high altitude crash dummy. So it's like they're, it's like they're just not that smart. They're sitting around trying to catch up with the truth, you know. So they try to tell another lie. But the problem is, you can't outrun the truth. Eventually, it catches up to you. Now, it says here the officer also alleged the Calvine vehicle was likely linked to the so-called Belgium UFO wave from November 1989 to April 1990. We've talked about it in the program. I, I need to do another deep dive on this, but this is something that takes a lot of work. I want to point out that a listener did uh, comment that they thought this uh, Belgium wave thing was interdimensional, which I agree with that. They talk about how it changes shape into the circle form, how you have this blast of light. Um, it was more than just a triangle flying over Belgium, okay? And even though I think some people have come out and said that the photograph was fake, and I can understand that, probably was fake. I mean, it looks kind of fake to me, but the sightings weren't fake. You had multiple police officers take pictures of this thing. So I mean, as far as the the one picture we have of this giant triangle, I don't know. Someone's come out, I think back in 2011, said that that was a piece of styrofoam. Uh, 
there's always seems to be somebody that wants to muddy the waters, but there's multiple reports of this large triangle-shaped UFO in Belgium. I, I 100% believe those things were authentic because you had so many people reporting them. And now for this guy to come along and say that two or three years later that this sighting in Calvine was related, it's just a way to kind of you know paint the whole situation with a broad brush and say, oh, well, it must be the Americans. I mean, I don't know. If you're in Europe, um, do you want the Americans to have that kind of uh, technology at their disposal? I mean, after some of the stuff that we've seen happen in the last few years. I mean, if they had this stuff in 1990, how did 9-11 happen? Just please tell me that. If our military had this kind of technology at their disposal in 1990, how did the tragedy of 9-11 occur? Where, you t where two buildings were taken down by, well, three buildings taken down by two airplanes. Please, someone tell me that. And the Pentagon. So if they've got this kind of technology at their disposal, they are... Uh, they're negligent to the point of manslaughter. Okay, they're just they're they're just not doing their job at all. Many witnesses reported seeing a large triangular or diamond-shaped object flying at low altitude. Two F-16 fighter aircraft were even dispatched to intercept one of the shapes. Some claimed to have witnessed the shapes firing lasers at the ground, which would appear to match up with the account from the source of Cal the Calvine vehicle being a target-finding tool. That's that's actually ridiculous. I mean, they've got target fighting tools in the cockpit of their airplanes, so why would they need this giant uh, aircraft up there in the air drawing attention? Goes on, it says, Dr. Clark uncovered yet more compelling circumstantial evidence obtained within a declassified version of the Ministry of Defense 463-page, four-volume UFO report, Condon, spelled C-O-N-D-I-G-N. You know what? A declassified report like that, all that is is just a propaganda puff piece my opinion. Within the report is a section talking about Western Black Projects, which includes the SR-71 Stealth Fighter, a Mach 3 recon plane that was originally top secret before being made public by the U.S. Alongside this section are two heavily redacted sections and two redacted photos. The MOD has declined to release the unredacted version of the report, stating it was accidentally destroyed. They won't even, lie. They won't even have the courage to tell you, look, you can't see it. So if they're going to lie to you about where this stuff is at, if they're so incompetent that they accidentally destroyed a classified report, then they should be fired and somebody else should be put in their place. So, so either they're incompetent or they're liars. Either way, why would you trust them? The black projects are discussed in relation to the UAP events, UFO, a term now commonly used in Washington amid the latest spate of UFO sightings in the U.S., Quote, I am confident those images are photographs of still top-secret U.S. reconnaissance aircraft, possibly the one photographed in Scotland, Dr. Clark told The Sun. Meanwhile, the investigators obtained a redacted comment which makes mention of a D-notice, an official request to media outlets not to publish the story due to national security concerns. They're working with the government, a D-notice. So, you know, once again, how do you trust these people? How do you believe a single word they're saying? It also makes a reference to the remaining Astra Aurora photos. The Aurora was a long-rumored hypersonic U.S. plane, which is also claimed to have been spotted around the U.K. in the 1990s. Matthew Isley, another investigating, another investigator working with Dr. Clark, told The Sun, of course we don't know if this was related to Calvine or to some other event. But it does lend credence to the idea that secret photos, D-notices, and Black Project aircraft that no one publicly knows about or officially admits to do in fact exist. Further fueling the idea of the Calvin vehicle 
may have been a piece of experimental U.S. tech is a patent filed by aerospace engineer Salvatore Caesar Pay. Yeah, this guy, man, we need to do a, short, a, a, a thing on him. He's got all kinds of uh, wild, crazy patents filed, but I've never seen any of them. I've never seen a working model of any of this stuff. It all just almost seems like uh, he's the, the cutout that puts the stuff up there for the for the uh, defense departments. And to do what? I don't know, block other people from patenting things or maybe just create uh, you know, parallel narratives. I don't know, but we need to do a story on him. It, it's, it's high strangeness for sure. Mr. Pei, who currently works for the U.S. Space Force, has, filled, has filed a number of patents while working for the U.S. Department of Navy for highly experimental and often off almost sci-fi aircraft and propulsion systems. One of his many granted patents shows a diamond-shaped aircraft apparently propelled by microwaves. You know, I could maybe patent pigs with wings, but that doesn't mean they're going to fly. His patents are not just works of, fan of fancy. The chief technology office of the U.S. Aviation Enterprises, James Shi, once wrote to the U.S. Patent Office in support of Mr. Pai's work, insisting China is already investing significantly in this area. That sounds more like uh, a, a giant swamp project there where you just get more money for black projects. And you just, uh, you know, it's a life of Riley. You get, you get hundreds of millions of dollars from the federal government. You don't have to... You don't have to, to make account anywhere where it goes at. And you just say, hey, the Chinese are, are investing in creating a boogeyman. Uh, we need to have a boogeyman defense system. Can you give me a billion dollars? And Congress says, sure, here's a billion dollars. Pretty simple. The Calvine photo was snapped near its namesake, Calvine, a small town in central Scotland. It is claimed two men stumbled across a jaw-dropping scene while hiking or hunting, witnessing the large metallic object as fighter jets made passes in the distance before it shot off into the sky, never to be seen again. Yeah, sounds like something we have. Luckily, they seemed to capture the moment on camera, snapping six photographs of the diamond-shaped craft with a fighter plane in the background. So a 130-foot-long object just shot off into the distance. I talked to a pilot one time from the, from the Navy and asked him about, you know, the, the what the SR... What, 23, whatever is Blackbird, you know, the big spy plane that can go, what, Mach 3 or whatever. If that thing can actually do a rooster tail, he said, sure, but you run out of gas. So it's basically it's a rocket with wings. Sure, it'll go straight up for, yeah, I don't know, what, about half a minute, and then it'll run out of gas. Like with this thing, where were the planes, with the Blackbird, they had to keep planes in the air to refuel it. Where were the refueling planes for this giant, uh, unexplained, man-made UFO? How do you keep a 130-foot object in the air like that? The photos were then given to Scotland's Daily Record newspaper, who in turn passed them to the Ministry of Defense, just like good boys. For unknown reasons, the story was never published, and the photos vanished into the black hole of Whitehall, and so began the modern myth of the Calvine photograph. Let me rewrite that. For perfectly well-known reasons, they want to keep this stuff secret from us. The photographs were hidden, but somehow they've been released lately. Maybe just because of all the UFO stuff, they thought this would be a time to create a limited hangout. Maybe there'd be enough dumb people to believe this was a was a uh, Uncle Sam uh, created UFO, a myth of the Calvine photograph. No, it's not a myth; it's a fact. Five of the other photos taken that night remain lost. One of which reportedly shows two men posing with the shapes in the background. Yeah, that might give a little bit too much detail. It is understood that aircraft in the background are Harrier jump jets, which were used by both the U.S. and U.K. Photo analysis undertaken by senior lecturer Andrew Robinson at Sheffield Hellman University indicated the photo was unaltered. In an extensive 11-page study, he concluded that, the, that if the object is fake, it would have had to have been hoaxed and staged in front of a camera. Yeah, these guys didn't have the capacity to do that. 
The image shows no evidence of negative or print-based manipulation, and all visible science suggests this is a genuine photograph of the scene before the camera, Mr. Robinson wrote. Dr. Clark believes his team is very close to solving the mystery, but they need a few final clues. I think we're as close as it is possible for anyone to be, he told the son, but my source said the authorities have been very clever with this one and have gone to great lengths to ensure the truth is annoyingly still out there. What nonsense. What utter nonsense. He, all this guy has done is said, oh, I think it's a secret, a secret uh, UFO created by the United States. And we're supposed to take him at his word and take, a, take the word of some of these unnamed uh, intelligence people. Such, this is just garbage. They claim to have no records on the photographs other than the sparse papers released in 2009. This is patent nonsense is the photographs war, I'm told by another intelligence source, classified secret and were the subject of a meeting held in Washington, D.C. in 1992 attended by the British and U.S. intelligence. I am confident there is a substantial file in the case that contains both copy negatives and detailed analysis of the images. He went on, given the secrecy that surrounds the story, it is no surprise that the photographer and his friend have disappeared. They've probably just been threatened and told they can't come forward. And it's the UK, so they've got good reason to feel threatened. It'd be bad enough in this country. I feel sure they will be aware of the most recent publicity surrounding the photographs, but for whatever reason, continue to prefer to say nothing. Well, they've either been bought off or they've, or they've threatened to kill them. Pretty, pretty sure of that. I, that's what I would say. How's your weather? Do you like it wet? If the photos are a spoof or a hoax, as many have claimed, this seems a strange state of affairs. At the very least, the photographer owns copyrights of the image and deserves to be properly acknowledged as their creator. Dr. Clark said he was releasing the bombshell account at his, as his team continues to search for the photographer who took the famous photo. They are urging anyone with information about the man named Kevin Russell, whose name appears handwritten on the back of the original print of the, forward, uh, print of the photo, to come forward. Dr. Clark hopes Kevin is the final piece of the, of the puzzle. It's so important for the deep state to have you in the dark and not even believe in the possibility of UFOs, that it seems as though they'll go to, they'll go to whatever uh, ends necessary. Nothing will stop them from trying to debunk what we can see with our own lying eyes. Until next time, this is UFO Warning over and out.